0: Welcome back to Buck's Beat. This is episode 92. Joining me in a few minutes, PGA Tour Pro Kevin Kisner joins me to talk about his fascinating start to the 2024 PGA Tour season, which includes his NBC Golf Broadcasting debut and his love for Kirby Smart and the Georgia Bulldogs. You knew that was coming, right? Right now I need to vent. I'm upset about the vote. No, not the New Hampshire primary. I'll leave that to the boys on Extra 106.3. I'm upset about the Baseball Hall of Fame vote and Andrew Jones getting left out again in his seventh year on the ballot. Andrew failed to get 75% of the vote from the Baseball Writers Association of America. And you know what? I think that stinks. Drew came, came up 13.4% short of getting in come on man even the great Willie Mays called Andrew Jones the greatest center fielder he's ever seen and that's freaking Willie Mays talking analytic freaks pay attention Andrew's war stat is higher than Joe Mowers and Todd Monkens and they both got in and know this Andrew remains one of only four players all-time in the history of the game with 10 gold gloves and 400 home runs. The others, Mays, Griffey Jr., and Mike Schmidt, all three are obviously Hall of Famers. And let me throw this one into the mix too. Andrew is remains the youngest player to ever hit a bomb in a World Series game. Remember that? He was a teenager. His 10-year run in Atlanta was nothing short of spectacular. Just ask Smoltz, Glavin, and Maddox. Drew is a big reason why all three of those guys are in the Hall of Fame. And during his 10-year run with the Braves to start his amazing career, Andrew Jones averaged, get this, 33 home runs, 100 runs batted in, and 94 runs scored, and won 10 straight gold gloves during that decade. So what's wrong with the writers? Are they just mean or what? Why did they give him the stiff arm for the seventh year in a row? Well, best I can tell, most of these writers are obsessed with the sharp decline after Andrew left Atlanta. And right now, they're just blinded by that. Some of these writers voted for him previously, but didn't vote for him this time. So how do you explain that? That makes no sense. There is still some hope. Andrew has three years left on the ballot. And there's some speculation that Drew is likely to get in next year with Billy Wagner, Ichiro Suzuki, and CC C- and C- C- Sabathia. Sure hope so, because, look, Andrew Jones deserves to be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Now, I know Andrew has got to be disappointed, but I do hope he realizes just how much he's loved and respected in Braves country. He will always be remembered as one of the great Braves players ever. And, by the way, while I'm preaching, Dale Murphy, I believe, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, and so does Tommy Nobis in the Football Hall of Fame. And as you probably know, I love baseball and football. And, man, I'm in love with a game of golf, too. Can't get enough. Love to practice, love to play, love to watch. And one of my favorite players on tour is Kiz. Joining me now, Kevin Kisner, out on that PGA Tour. Kiz, you've had a busy start in 24. Thanks for making time for us today, man.
1: Happy to come on, Buck, as always, Uh, supporting the dogs and and, uh, glad to be on with you.
0: So you you teed off uh, 2024 in Hawaii, but with a twist, you're in the booth as an analyst on the NBC broadcast and and made a big splash, man. I enjoyed it. Uh, How'd you think that went?
1: I was uh I was super nervous just because there wasn't a whole lot of prep to be honest with you buck he kind of just wanted me to to be myself which is uh, I've never tried to be myself before (laughs) I just kind of roll with it so I I, he kept saying that the producer I mean by that and um so I was just a little bit weary of how it all was going to play out how does the timing work I didn't want to interrupt what is the normal broadcast but I also wanted to offer what I was there to offer so it was a it was a little bit of uh, anxiety leading up to it just to see how it'd go. But once once I got the flow for it or the feel for it, I felt like I uh, I could handle it, and each day I got a little better at it.
0: What was the reaction with all the tour players? Were they uh, giving you a little bit of a hard time? Maybe you had people saying, Kiz, what are you doing, retiring? Got a new career you're cranking up here?
1: Well, when, I, when it first announced, that was the two big things was uh, – are you retiring was the first question I got and then the second was how long is the delay. <laughs> and I didn't uh you know I didn't have a delay so I had to I had to watch my mouth a little bit but uh you know once it started going it was kind of like giving an interview kind of came to my to the feel of it more than sitting on the couch commenting on golf. Um but the tour players you know they were all wondering uh wondering if I made it through the day without saying a curse word.
0: Yeah, I thought it was awesome, man. I tell you, I am i just love that season opening tour of uh, champions. You know, you got to win to get in the event and uh, the century, I think you guys are calling it now. And and just – I'll tell you what, I've got it on my bucket list. Before I die, I've got to go hit that par 5 tee shot, uh, this down uh, – hit yeah, that little no, draw, let it roll down there about 350, man. I mean, that is just gorgeous – I just get fired up for the uh, the PGA Tour every year when that tournament comes on.
1: Yeah, the golf course was absolutely fantastic this year. So you could see the slopes taking the golf balls. Uh, the only downfall, I guess, is, is almost every tour player hits the balls in the same spot when it plays that way because it plays so firm and fast that the balls just roll to the flat spot. But it, it's an unbelievable piece of property, and, and the views are fantastic, dude. The walks incredibly difficult to start the year. Guys probably been at home on, on vacation or holidays, and then you go walk this place. It's like walking up and down a mountain all day, but with spectacular views. So uh, nobody complains too much. And and uh, the 18th hole was a cool. Our tower was right there. Our booth, and we had a uh, drone that was following those golf balls and, and keeping a time on how long they rolled. And they were rolling like up to 35 seconds, which is incredible how much roll that is
0: yeah it was good timing too having you in the booth because kirk wins the event your teammate at georgia you guys won a national championship together that that worked out well
1: yeah it did and especially we went uh commercial free for the last hour so being able to have someone i knew and could talk a lot about without any breaks made it made it a lot more enjoyable for me and that five iron he had in the 17 was incredible golf shot you know uh People, I don't know if, how closely people are watching, but almost everyone on 17 was driving it through the fairway and hitting a wedge on the green. And right when Kirk got to 17 and 18, the wind switched and was playing more into the wind. So he had to hit a five iron into, into 17 and hit it in there to three feet, which won him, eventually won him the golf tournament. And that's just a testament to the, the type of player he is. and Everybody can see how calm, cool, and collected he is from the outside, but I'm sure he was fired up on the inside.
0: And then the Sony Open the very next week, and you got Henley in the mix, another Bulldog out there, had an opportunity to win. Uh, really a dramatic difference in the golf courses from uh, the, the plantation course to the, uh, uh, the course there at the Sony Open.
1: Yeah, a lot, a lot of country clubs completely different than Kapalua. It's, it's so flat and, and uh, more tree-lined and more precision golf. I feel like every year that I've been on tour, Russell Henley's had a chance to win there, and he's just tailor-made for that golf course, and I'm sure that's the highlight of his, his year every year is to get back to Honolulu.
0: Man, uh, so proud of you Bulldogs out on tour, man. We got somebody it seems to follow every week. Uh, Harmon went in the open. Uh, Keith Mitchell out there playing some really good golf. You guys got it going on, man, and a lot of people proud of you.
1: We need to keep the pipeline going. It's been a great run for the Georgia Bulldogs golf team, and like I said on the broadcast, we call it the UGA Tour, and it's uh, it's cool to have that much camaraderie and that many guys familiar faces to see in and out of the locker room, practice facilities, practice rounds. Um, and I think it's going to be a, a continue that way for for many years. It's just a, a solid group of guys, a lot of good players, and everybody likes to compete.
0: Kiz, what about the big story last week? We've got an amateur stepping in, winning.
1: Well, I think that's gonna. Uh, you know, I don't. I think it's been 30 years since since that's happened. But the trend I see Buck, in the game is these kids are so much more prepared than I was even 15, 18 years ago when I first came out. Uh, you know, they they have so much more access to technology. The the college game has changed dramatically, where guys are more prepared and understand the game more. And I think this will be a, a growing trend. The, the average age on tour is dropping dramatically, and even in the last three to four years. And I think that's going to be the new trend. These young guys are going to come out ready to win, and and they'll be uh, competing, and you'll see new new faces and new names rapidly throughout the next five to ten years.
0: Tory Pines this week in, in San Diego. Uh, another beautiful, just made-for-TV event there. Uh, what are you making of uh, the big event this week and how that's going to shake down? Who do you think is going to be in the mix out there?
1: Well, it's an interesting week, Buck, because they start on Wednesday this week to not compete with uh, the the football over the weekend so it's a Wednesday to Saturday it's a quick turnaround I think guys are that had a chance last week will struggle to compete again this week with that quick turnaround I think you'll see some guys that took last week off have a chance to win and the golf course is suited for guys that can really take you know hit the golf ball far the golf course is long and difficult and usually firm I'm not sure what the weather is this week because I'm not out there but Anytime you can hit it far and come in softly onto those greens that are normally firmed up, it's a huge advantage at Torrey.
0: yes how do you stay mentally fresh? I know physically it's demanding with all the travel you have on tour, but mentally it's got to be a grind also. Never seems to be much of an off-season here. I mean, how do you stay fresh?
1: You got to take time off, but then you feel like you're losing when you're taking time off, so it's a it's a hard dynamic to to uh, figure out. So the travel seems to be the hardest part as you get older, Buck, the, the leaving the kids at home and, and staying in hotels by yourself where you used to travel with your family or just your wife early in your career. And the many stages you see throughout a PGA Tour career, just, you know, my friends are – you don't see them as much, uh, maybe not getting in as many tournaments the guys I came out with or have lost their status or – have kids and, and you just don't see as much. So you're seeing a lot more young kids and, and uh, it's kind of weird to see, see as you're looking, looked at as one of the older guys. So trying to to balance all that is, is what we're trying to do later in, in our careers.
0: Kids can't have you on without talking a little bulldog football. So I'm, I'm still a little frustrated and angry with the college football playoff committee passing over Georgia. First time, the one seed has fallen all out, all the way out of the college football playoffs with a loss in the conference championship game. Man, how do you feel? You, you over that yet?
1: I didn't much like it either. I, I had a really sick feeling after we lost that game that I felt like we were going to be the odd man out. But I thought it could have been a cool way to be on that committee and, and maybe call those teams at three, four, five, 4, 5, and 6 and, and figure out a way to play a home game or a, a neutral site somewhere. And, and figure out a way to, to put it on some type of streaming service or someone to pick it up and let's play for it. I think it could've helped out the segue into the twelve team playoff and I also think, you know, it probably could have helped out all these opt outs that we didn't want to see in bowl games. So you still could add your bowl games a month later and and it would have been a cool way to, to figure all that out and, and segue to the new playoff system.
0: Boy we put it on Florida State in that orange bowl though, didn't we?
1: We did but it's kind of sad you know when you have coaches playing guys that haven't played all year and and then Kirby obviously has a great culture and and kept most of his guys intact that wanted to finish the drill and uh, you know it was a it was a beat down from the word go
0: Kirby's worked on his golf game a lot what do you what do you make of the uh, the job Kirby's done as the football coach at Georgia
1: I think he just met every expectation that that people thought. We knew that he was going to bring a standard that was at the top level uh, from all the experience he's had and all the great coaches that he's been under and, you know, the intensity that he was going to bring to his alma mater. And, you know, I've talked to him a ton. His dream was always to win a national championship at his alma mater. And he he succeeded, and I think he wants more of that, which is a fantastic deal. And I just love the culture that he's brought. You know, guys don't give up on us and – They continue to keep pounding, and and I love that.
0: Do you get a chance to go to Sanford Stadium, uh, check out one of the home games during the course of the year? Does that schedule allow you to get you and the family up there to enjoy that atmosphere?
1: Yeah, we try to go to at least one with the kids every year and then one with friends. So two a year is what kind of our trend's been the last few years. We love getting back and seeing people. We love Athens. We uh, we got married there, and it's our favorite our favorite town to hang out. And obviously, we both love the dogs. So raising our children that love the dogs, and they're all in too.
0: Raising them right, kids. Do you get a lot of go dogs out on the tour there? These bulldog fans are all over the country. They're
1: all over the country, and it's it's increased dramatically since Kirby's been the head coach. And we we're kicking everybody's butt. It sure seems to be <laughs> go dogs more and more.
0: Kids, we appreciate your time, man. Keep up the great work. Uh, Hitting that golf ball, man. Got a lot of people pulling for you back home. And and best of luck with that broadcasting thing. I think you're off to a great start. We'll hear you again or see you again at the Phoenix Open coming up.
1: Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. I appreciate you
0: having me on, Buck. And go Dogs. Great having Kiz on. Man, I love that guy. I'll finish out this episode with more on the Falcons head coaching search that seems to have been going on for months now. The Falcons as you know, will not be hiring Jim Harbaugh, who signed up with the Chargers. But tell you what, Harbaugh sure did leverage the Falcons' job to get a deal that he wanted from the L.A. Chargers. Good job, Jim. Best I can tell, Coach Bill Belichick is not interested in the Falcons' job because he wants no part of reporting to Rich McKay. Certainly can't blame him for that. So look, Falcons fans, the splash hire... As we say in the South, it just ain't going to happen, apparently. Mike Vrabel interviewed at Mr. Blank's mansion, but then left for Charlotte without the job offer. And now the Panthers have hired Dave Canales. And so as of now, if you believe Boomer Osiasen's claim that the commanders will hire Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson, only two jobs remain, Seattle and Atlanta. Falcons fans, prepare yourself to see one of the B-list candidates get hired here with the Falcons. Wait, wait on it, wait on it. And prepare yourself to, help to hear Mr. Blank and Rich McKay tell us this B-list candidate they've just hired is the coach they were searching for all along. It's going to do it for episode 92 of Buck's Beat. I'll be back soon with episode 93 and some Braves talk. Thanks for listening. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster.
1: Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan Wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia.
0: Support for Extra 1063 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com